All right, guys. Hey, welcome back to a new episode of the Maddie Chimber Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Chimber, and you're the guest. Um, you. Thank you for tuning in. Very excited to be back. Uh, new studio. Can't, I'm not sure if you can tell, but um, guess what? It's very different. Figured I'd level up, as the kids would say. Uh, if you're wondering why I just looked there, it's because my lovely girlfriend, Mandy Martino's there. Say hi, Mandy. Hi, there she is. She doesn't have a mic today, but uh, we're working on it. Anyways, um, new new studio. Just want to be good. I, I mean, I, I feel like I owe it to you guys. I've been gone for so goddamn long. You know what? I couldn't just come back being the same old dad. I feel like a dad. I feel like a dad who's a deadbeat and doesn't really tell you things. My dad did that. He used to promise he was going to pick me and my sister up on the weekends, and then he wouldn't show up. And <laughs> I start crying. Anyways, um, that's a, a quick. That's a pretty early on secret I just revealed. I didn't realize I was going to go down this sad path. Anyways, let's make it more happy. Um, guys, I have some exciting tour dates for stand-up coming up. I know you guys know me from all my silly little videos where I play coffee and poop and anxiety and every other problem in my life. Uh, but I have stand-up. I do stand-up comedy, and I have some dates coming up. And I'm going to tell you right now, guys, it might show up on the bottom of the screen. If I'm being lazy, it's not. Los Angeles, August 26th, I'll be at the Nightcap in Burbank. Um September 13th, I'll be at Fort Worth, uh, Texas. I feel like I have, okay, Texas and Fort Worth. Dallas, September 14th, um, October 13th through the 15th, I'll be in Chicago. Pretty good hot dogs. Really good hot dogs. They put, it's interesting. They don't do any ketchup, but they do a full, they don't do ketchup or relish, but they do a full tomato and a full pickle, which is the earlier version of ketchup and relish. So it's pretty interesting. Okay, back to the dates. Um, October 20th, I'll be in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's going to be really fun. And uh, October 25th, I'll be burping. Um, <laughs> okay, pretty flatulent already. October 25th, I'll be in Tampa, Florida. And last but not least, or um, October 26th, I'll be in Orlando. Guys, yay, this will be really fun. I'm excited. We have new more dates coming. Mandy will be with me on all those dates, so you guys should definitely check it out. Um, link below in the description. I feel so professional doing this. Usually I come on and just start screaming at people and now I'm being all professional. As you can tell, I can barely say anything that's scripted. Typically, you know, this podcast is me just freaking out because um, I'm hopped up on caffeine. I just took my pre-workout, went to the gym and Mandy's like, do you want to split a Celsius? Which is the new trendy caffeine, if I have to ask. I mean, if you guys aren't doing Celsius... What are you doing? Beside, what are you doing? Red Bull? I mean, it's basically, this looks just like Red Bull. It tastes better. Um, quick review. It's very good. Although I would say, for those of you who are drinking Celsius, can you, I don't really feel the caffeine the way I do with other things. I feel like it's this, it's sneaky. It's a sneaky caffeine. Sometimes it, I don't feel it at all. Other times I'm drinking it and I'm panicking. I mean, it's one of those like proprietary. That's a word I've learned ever since um, taking pre-workouts and other sort of weirdly off-site mixtures. Uh, proprietary, basically, for those of you who didn't know, that means like they list the ingredients on the bottle. Like let's use a pre-workout, for example. They list the ingredients on the bottle. And they kind of roughly try to measure those amounts. And there's no way, I could be wrong, but there's also like, there's no way for them to really know if you're getting that amount. Okay, let me step back. 
it means they put those amounts like probably into the bottle but per scoop you you're not guaranteed taking the correct dosage Exactly. Mandy just said, it's like when somebody makes you a wheat cake, one one square could like, you can be like, this is absolutely nothing. And another square, you can be like, I just talked to my dead grandma and she's also panicking. That's how high I got. My grandma who's dead got, uh, got high as well. But that's the problem with these things. And I think this is one of them potentially, but we had an issue or I had an issue. You were, you seem more fine than me, but we were taking this this pre-workout no explode. I don't know if you guys are familiar with pre-workouts. It's enough caffeine to kill a dog. I mean, it's it's so much caffeine, your eyes are shaking. I mean, when it hits, you feel like I mean, it's the reason I pull muscles. I've been injured in the gym. I I, I mean, it's literally the the cause of every sports-related injury I've ever had. You just get so jacked up. It's like when they say crackheads, you shoot them. And they don't die. It's a it's equivalent to crack for the gym. But anyways, um, love taking them. I'd argue that's the reason why I go to the gym. I don't even I don't even think I go to the to work out. I'm pretty sure I'm addicted to the pre workout. And then I'm like, well, I might as well go sprint on something as fast as I can. And uh, next thing you know, I'm at the gym. But we had this weird run in with a pre workout called No Explode. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it. Loved it forever. I mean, it was the only one I'd take. And with pre-workouts, I tend to want to stick to one. When you're dealing with surges of caffeine, I don't know if you can attest, you want one that you have a clue of what's going to happen. Like, I'm not trying to bop around to new pre-workouts because this one, I knew the phases. I knew you take a drink. uh, I mean, I basically would just chug it. You chug it. You have about three minutes of kind of like the calm before the storm, and then you just go up the roller coaster, and then from there, you're just fucking ripping. Uh, this one in particular, I don't know what it was with this batch, where there's an aspect of the pre-workout, no explode, where you start to get tingly. I know that sounds bizarre, and nobody thinks they would really want to you know, do that, but guess what? You deal with it when you're getting all fucking yipped up. Um, long story short, I mean, I I was so tingly. My nose felt like there was needles in it. My ears felt like there was needles in it. My elbows got red. My knees got... Sorry, with the burping in the mic, dude. <laughs> trash. I'm a trash human. We're, I'm a trash human. We're putting a star in that, and I'm going to come back to that because this is just who I am. Anyways, I mean, I've never felt more tingly in my life. I mean, I was on the vert. I've never tried harder to not have a panic attack in my life. I mean, I, I've been, I had a panic attack probably when I was like 22-ish, 20, yeah, 21, 22. I swear to God, from that day till the day I took this pre-workout when I was tingly and feeling all weird, I mean, I pulled out every means of mitigating a panic attack I've ever done in my life. I mean, it was walking on a tre- I walked on a treadmill for one hour to just get my mind off it. And it's weird because you felt the pre-workout trying to break through and make me feel energized. And I'm like, Ugh! and I felt good. And then out of nowhere, I felt like I was going to just die and you were going to find me. And the treadmill was going to be dragging my face and just all fucking road rash face. But, uh, it was terrible. I mean, 
it took an hour easily for the the redness to wear. And, and I know what it does. It's the beta alanine. I'm sorry to get all scientific, guys. I'm really not that smart, but I just I talked to some dude at GNC and he kind of gave me the rundown of what the hell went, what happened. But uh, it's the beta alanine. It basically makes your it, it dilates your blood vessels. And that's why you feel tingly. You have like more blushing. And I think I just going back to the proprietary and not knowing how much shit you take. I think I took the whole bottle's worth of beta alanine that day. And I was literally thought I was going to die. And know what's fucked up about this whole story is I took it the next day. (laughs) That's an addict. That is somebody with a pro. I have a problem. Help. Send help. Venmo started GoFundMe. I mean, but, you know. We just, Mandy said, basically sober people drink a lot of caffeine because it's also addicting, which I totally agree. It's like, I think, and this, they said this in the book, in the book Atomic Habits, which Mandy recommended to me. We've been on this really self-help slash motivational book and lesson phase of our lives. I mean, I think we got to the point where we're like, I think we're pieces of shit, but we can't, (laughs) but we can't exactly put our finger on it. But I was like... You ever see somebody like, especially in comedy, you see people around you just like really taking off, and you're just like, mm, I think I know why I'm fucking up right now. And I think it has to do with the fact, and not to be get all nerdy with the stand up, but had to do with the lack of writing and all this stuff and motivation. I don't think that's completely it. I think we're just really busy. But, anyways, Mandy recommended the book Atomic Habits. Great book. I mean, I started it reading, and then I got a pinched nerve in my neck, and I had to stop physically reading it, but then I picked it up on the audiobook version. I mean, I'm a loser. Let's go back to the whole loser thing. I burp into mics. I thought I was being cool by reading this book. I was on the second chapter, and I had my neck looking down. I probably read for about 20 minutes, which is half of a chapter because I'm a slow reader. (laughs) I'm a very bad reader. I've realized Mandy, her, and I were reading some books on comedy, and I was reading out loud, and I looked up at one point. I go, please don't dump me. This sounds (laughs) really bad. I mean, I don't know the last time any of you have read out loud, but... It, I looked like somebody, like a, a child trying to run. I mean, it was just like <laughs> you you couldn't. Yeah, it was like a baby giraffe. Like you couldn't tell. I had momentum, and then I would trip and fall. And I'm like, it, it was weird. It's like I've seen you words before, but you seem so different. I didn't know what was going on. I was. Pain- I mean, I was sweating at one point. She's like, you know, you can calm down. I was like, I can't read. But then I would have like a, ch- a whole page where I'm just flying and not thinking about it, and it's just my anxiety making me freak out. But we're trying to read more books, but the atomic habit to go full circle. I hate when podcasts trail off is, uh, there was a part where he talked about just people wanting to feel different. That's why we do caffeine. That's why you like you indulge in the bad habits because it takes you out of that, like cruise control, boring mindset we have. And that's why we get all fucking yapped up on caffeine. I mean, it feels good. We just, Mandy and I just did this whole sober six week run, I mean, every now and then we try to do that because we just have this phase in our life where, for lack of a better term, we're degenerates and we drink. I drink. She's better. I mean, when I'm really, you know, when I'm, <laughs> what is that? What's the phrase? Pumping with all pistons. What am I? All the gear. What is, what's like a, a phrase where we're, where all gears are going? Let's ask ChatGPT. Come on, ChatGPT. I asked ChatGPT funny sayings about eating unhealthy, and I was like, this is a nerd writing all these. Um, We're going at all gears. Something about gears. Where's my fucking phone? 
hey Siri, what's the saying about going with all gears? Sorry, guys. Kick it into gear. Kick it. Uh, really Full steam ahead, let's say. We're going. That <laughs> talks about, I sound like a grandpa right now. Um, when I'm drinking full steam ahead, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not, like, waking up and drinking. I'm very self-conscious of the correct hours to indulge. But my problem is, I think it pertains, and I don't want to put blame on anything else but me, but I'll give a 5% blame to seltzers i mean i feel like i mean i i I, there's a point in your in your drinking where you're you're uh like i I just don't feel it i mean i'm like i'm on i'm on seltzer three i'm fucking slamming these things they feel like i'm drinking a virginia slim it's just this little tube it's like a vial and i'm just crushing them next thing you know it's like i've had six seltzers in seven nights in a row and i'm just like you don't even feel it i wake up in the middle of the night just like a piece of shit just Mandy's sleeping sound. I'm just like in my head, like you're a trash asshole. You're a degenerate. You're gonna crash your car. One of the. I mean, I. I mean, the things I say to myself in the middle of the night after like just weeks of just constantly indulging in bad habits and having zero obedience. I mean, it's just kind of crazy. But we're we were cranking, and um, anyways, we decided to take. We really flipped the switch on a few things. We decided to stop drinking from your birthday, and I think that was your birthday was June seventh. Oh shoot, June seventh, and uh, we had the party that weekend, which was the tenth. I know these dates because they were grilled in my head for how <laughs> fucked up I got. Anyways, we had our party the tenth. I got just like new levels of drunk. It was weird because I don't. I, there was a few parts I don't remember, but I was pretty coherent the whole night. But I think what happened was I was cooking and doing shit and next thing you know we're slamming vodka i got mom stressed i got dad stressed i got stepdad i got all the all the parent stress and uh i was worried you know people were showing up whenever they wanted which hey people like we're at the age we're 36 i mean we're at the age show up to the fucking party on time all right if I'm cooking chicken, I got things coming out of the oven at proper times to be warmed and I have drinks cooled and hey, show the fuck up. I mean, I get it. We're all fucking want to be cool. Half the people that show up later are just sitting at home because they don't want to be the first one there. Why don't you start a new movement and it's called being the first to the goddamn party. Set the tone, get fucked up and then leave first. Yeah. Get there first, leave first, drunk Irish exit. Anyways. I was stressed out of that goddamn party. Not really. Once the booze started hitting me, I felt good. Yeah, we, we and it was very fun. We had a good time. The food was good. The drinks were flowing. We were drawing dicks on the whiteboard. We had a yeah. we had a penis drawing contest. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we have the photo. Maybe I'll put it up right here. But uh, basically, they were pretty graphic. And uh, I think I came in second it, the, that night. I think I came in second the next day. There was another who oh who came in that the next day to like rank them. Or Lin- was it Aaron or Linochi? It was somebody. Somebody who wasn't there. Anyways. Um, yeah, anyways, we're drawing cocks, which was um, very fitting. Then I proceeded to spill my drink and ruin a game we're all trying to play. But um, <laughs> that next day, though, uh, I was so fucking hungover. I mean, in bed, 3 p.m., 
I try drinking, eating, drinking and or eating. However, we eat tomato soup. Um, do you chew tomato soup of people chewing it? I don't. Um, I let it swish around my mouth like fucking mouthwash, and then I just swallow it. I was so hungover, my my insides were all fucked up. I I mean, my acid reflux was bad. I mean, the anxiety was just like I was buzzing just with anxiety. And uh, that day, I remember we went, got a drink at Volcano. Shout out to Volcano, best fried rice on earth. Best fried rice at Volcano on earth. If you don't believe me, you can get smacked by me and my girlfriend um, because it's that good. Anyways, actually, it was so good the night I met Enrique and Mike there. The table, there was some comics that Enrique knew from the Laugh Factory. They actually came over and said, get the fried rice. It's that good. I go, dude, that's all I get. And they were like, it was so good. I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. And I'm like... You want another fucking better note? Put spicy mayo on that shit. Shout out to the fat white waitress at Wakano who told us to put spicy mayo on fried rice and she blew our mind. I mean, it was it was such a good piece of advice. I questioned if she was really there. Like I feel like she told us and she just disappeared and it was just it was just like a, a yeah, some sort of angel or I mean, maybe it could have been an alien. I don't know. Maybe these aliens are sh- are shape shifting. She was a lizard person, but anyways, lizard person or alien. You know, she told us to put spicy mayo on it. And uh, people, let me tell you, game changer. But anyways, um, had a drink there. Then from the next morning on, we were sober. I will come full circle because I know we're talking about the atomic habits stuff. But anyways, being sober for six weeks, we just want to change. Like you're so face to face with you as a sober person it's you just like crave anything to change how you're feeling so I think our caffeine intake went up I mean I definitely working out why I mean it's weird you're just like confronted with these things like when you're sober Fridays are the most boring day of the week mark my word I mean you have such a long week of being sober and feeling that raw anxiety and all these weird things you typically numb with like why why not night? Why am I so flatulent today, dude? This is it's the fucking Celsius, man. Anyways, um, yeah. So go. You're just bored as shit, and I would do anything to just change my brain. And caffeine's the only thing that's like allowed. I mean, we had nothing else to do that. So, I mean, and we're eating like like literally bodybuilder boring, as you can clearly tell by my <laughs> pussy arms. Um, I shouldn't say pussy. You know what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to change my vocabulary where a rude term isn't associated to a woman's body or a woman in general. Yeah. You know what I generally, I mean, I, it's very beta of me, but it's also very, I'm, I sound woke, but I'm also like, like to be called a pussy, that means like, you know, it's a pussy's a vagina, but also it can be a weak man. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, maybe there's other phrases I could call him like a wimpy fucking suck it i mean i don't know i'm trying to spitball new things but i mean i still if you watch my comedy i still slip in pussy and bitch and broad and whore and (laughs) (laughs) but you know i I, it's just so you know it's it's working in the back of my head but um yeah but we're trying i mean it's these self-help books are good though you kind of it's interesting to hear somebody else say things you thought like you had an inkling like a lot of the things they say I've had an inkling towards, but when somebody is self-aware enough to like actually grab that thought and write it down and then tell you why you're thinking this thing, I mean, it's pretty interesting, like all the way down to like why we have bad habits. He's like, one of the things it's like one that I'm trying to adopt is 
my fucking phone. I mean, I'm addicted to my phone. I mean, it's so annoying. I pick up my phone sometimes, and it's like, I don't even remember picking it up. I'm just looking at it, and I, I go from one app to another, and there's nothing on the apps. And then I go back to the other app like I didn't just open that app, and I'm like, and it's weird. It's just like you're trying to, it's not even like you're interested in seeing what's going on in the app per se you're just like checking it like you're like you're hoping to get that little dopamine rush of like a new notification or some shit like that which is completely not helpful when we should be taking that time to write new jokes or do fucking podcasts i took nine months off this thing i mean i'm an absolute piece of shit uh so that's why we've been doing the atomic habits I did try. I guess you're right. When the hell was that? That wasn't too long ago. I, I mean, you guys saw it. There, it's up. I, I mean, I guess this is. I'm such a dumbass. I forgot I put the damn episodes up of me having a guest, which clearly, at the 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 amount of views, was not liked by many. <laughs> which it's fine. I mean, I get it. It's I, I felt weird. I, I didn't feel weird, but it's like I like just fucking talk, ranting and raving. I mean, it's my schedule's crazy. I mean, we have a show in 20 minutes. And I, it takes 30 minutes to get there. I mean, it's not, we're cramming things in. And sometimes to have a guest over and then I got to like... And it's not to be selfish, but, you know, sometimes I just don't care what the person has to say. Right? I mean, what you say? You said something, I bulldoze over it. Well, Mandy's there. I mean, I feel more comfortable with her here. But sometimes with a guest, you're kind of just like stare. I mean, yes, every podcast on earth has a guest. And those typically are more successful. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. I get to sit here get jacked up off my piss and talk about the same thing every other fucking podcast talk about, which uh, that's all the internet is now. It's just people talking about the same goddamn thing. I mean, I feel bad for people. I mean, as a creator, I try not to watch too many other people because I think you want to be concentrated in your own little world of um, what to talk about. But I mean, you scroll three times on on Instagram or any sort of podcast. I mean, people are talking about aliens and shit. You're like, I mean, how many fucking takes can we have on the goddamn aliens? I don't give a shit about aliens. They've been here before we... They, I mean, they've been here. They. What do you think? It's like we're treating these aliens the way we treat cops like fucking hitting people. Like, just because you have it on camera now doesn't mean it wasn't happening before we've been around. You know what I'm saying? Your grandpa saw an alien. They called him fucking weird and banned him from the city. I mean... <laughs> I feel bad for aliens, people who call out or who witness aliens the same way I feel bad for witches back in the day where, you know, in the 70s, if you if you claimed you saw an alien, they're like, this guy's schizophrenic. He needs to be in a home. Let's fire him from his job. And back in the day, witches were like, I think that candle went out on its own and they killed her. And then it took three months for them to be like, I think we fucked up with these. I think we made a pretty big mistake. And, but it's interesting now because, I mean, I, I mean, my, okay, I like how I shit up people talking about aliens, but, I mean, in my, if I was, okay, put yourself in the shoes of, like, the government sometimes. I mean, we shit on the government. Like, they don't tell us stuff. They're trying to control us. I mean, in a weird way, I look at that the same way. Like, they're, I don't know if this is the correct way to say it, but, like, they're, like, a parent and we're like the kids. They're in charge of making sure everything's in order or how you know like or your boss, any sort of person in charge, they are in charge and they need to have things under control or more importantly, they need the illusion things are under control. I mean, people like can't handle things unless there's some sort of answer. I mean, anytime there's something in the news, 
and it doesn't seem like there's a clear direction on what's happening or what's going to happen or how they're – I mean, look at the gun shit. I mean, the government's trying to, like, figure out a way to do – I mean, people lose their mind. So, like, that's a good example of them announcing something that's happening that they don't have a complete grip on. And the the country almost burns to the ground. Imagine now if they came out – if they honestly came out and said – what aliens were and how much they know, you would be like, this is not good. Like, you would be kind of freaked out if the government was just like, well, you guys asked for it. There are aliens. Um, They're going to probably come invade in like 10 years. We were just trying to hide this from you. They can kill us at any time. And I generally don't even know if that's true. We just think we know that. Uh, Have a good day. You would turn your TV off and shit blood for like a month. I mean, you would just panic. I mean, there. I I think generally, people don't say things sometimes because they're like, we don't know, but we also don't want to fucking seem like weak. Because if they came out and said we don't know shit, that's like a sign of weakness, in my opinion. So, twenty four minutes. Um, one more burp for the road. Uh. That was an okay take. I mean, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Sometimes I, I swear to God, like, no, it's weird. I think about how our brains, like, we think words came before thoughts, but it's the other way around, where we have thoughts and feelings so hard that it made a word so we can convey it. And I think I'm a person where I don't think I have all the tools of words sometimes, where I'm like, my thought is so clear in my brain and then the words that come out, I feel like there's like there's like gaps, like it's a bridge and there's missing pieces. And I'm like, in my head, that's a fully made bridge. But in my when I say it, I think I don't fit all the, the pieces. I got spit coming out of my mouth. I'm freaking the fuck out. So I don't know. But sometimes, uh, you know, I'm just trying to, like we talked about in stand-up, I'm just trying to say how I feel. Like in comedy, sometimes you're too scared to say really what you feel because of how sensitive people are and how quickly they're, they want to like scream at you if you're wrong. But I mean, in this instance, you're like, why, why are you shocked? The government doesn't tell you shit. You fucking idiot. I mean, we're all idiots. Why? Like, why do we, yeah, tell us some shit. I mean, but then again, to plays that devil's advocate. I mean, there's things where you're like, they just lose trillions of dollars. You're like, fuck. how does that happen? I don't know. Like, how low, like, I mean, that's such a big number and the government's such a big thing where you, I mean, I don't think that justifies it, but, like, from the simpleton like I am, you, like, see them, like, losing trillions of dollars and you're like, well, there's so many budgets and blah, blah, blah. But, like, how low on the totem pole does that have to go before it's kind of, like, funny where, like, you know, the government loses, like, trillions of dollars, but, like, what if, like, a mayor of a town's like, I just lost $2 billion. You're like, How? This part doesn't make any sense. All right. Um, one more sip of my crack. Guys, try Celsius. It's really good. Yeah. I don't know. All this fuck it. It's funny because, like, we just had AI stuff come out and people are panicking, like, how it's this super uber intelligent thing and it's going to take over. We're having, like, strikes with all the actors and writers, which, you know... It's funny how the last two things are things that are so much smarter than us. It's out of our control, I feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're like, AI is going to take over, and then coincidentally, aliens are flying around, which are probably smarter than AI, and we're like, 
there's just like nine things happening where we're like, oh, we're just like monkeys walking around because we have no clue. I mean, we're like AI is such a crazy thing. It's like I mean I don't think a lot of us can comprehend exactly like how like how powerful I hate to call it powerful but it's like I mean AI is like can fucking code anything you want I don't even know what coding is I mean we were talking about coding the other day and I'm like I understand like that people are like it codes and I'm like what do you put the code in I mean is there a Nintendo like what thing does the code go in I don't even get that's like that's how smart that shit is where I'm like I don't even know where the code goes. But ChatGBT, you can be like, code a thing to do this and then that, and then you release it to the people, release it being ChatGBT, and people are like, can you write an email for me? And it's just funny where you're like, that's like eating sushi off a Ferrari. Like, it makes a good table. You're like, yeah, that can also do a trillion other things, but I don't know. So anyways, that was a terrible ending to a mediocre podcast, but I have to go do a show at the Nightcap in Burbank. It's going to be very exciting. Um... Good, good episode back, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, say all that fun stuff. Um, I'll reply because uh, it's probably going to be one of you. Anyways, thank you guys for watching so much. This has been the Maddie Super Podcast. Yay!